Hello and Kreuzer to episode 51 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. It's been a mad couple of weeks since we last recorded. Uh, Welsh football uh, doesn't stop and it's not slowing down anytime soon. Uh, and this week, for the first time in over a month, we're back. The Holy Trinity, the triple threat, uh, the sexiest threesome in Welsh football podcasting or whatever you want to call us. Uh, we're back together Uh I'm Ryan and Tommy Kaus. We're joined again by you and you're, you're back to full fitness-ish. How are you doing? Yeah, passed the latest fit, fitness test to uh, to be available today, pal. All good. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. I'm uh, very excited to uh, to be back to the triple threat, as you called it as well. Yeah, first time, I think, uh, since February 23rd. So it's nice to, to, to be back together. Uh, and that means, of course, our resident positive pundit. Our resident positive pundit. That's a bloody mouthful, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, Roger Davis, uh, how are you, mate? Yeah, all good. Uh, all upbeat and uh, <laughs> positive in my new uh, outlook on life. So, uh, yeah, all good. <laughs> good. Good to be back. Um, I'm not sure... All those things you called the three of us, I can't really <laughs> go along with any of that. <laughs> Sexiest threesome, or a load of shit that is. Really, you know? <laughs> hey, we've got to talk ourselves up somehow. Well, I suppose. Uh, yeah, yeah I was, was going to say, nobody else has called us that. Oh, we're no, no, no. That's, that. I, yeah, I, yeah. That, that's, that's purely Self-proclaimed. Me. Yeah. Self-proclaimed sexiest threesome <laughs> in Welsh football podcasting. I think yeah. uh, definitely us three are more attractive, uh, more educated, more intelligent, funnier than um, uh, Ellis James, uh, Ewan Roberts, and Danny Gabadon by far. So, um, yeah. if you say so, yeah. If, if yeah, yeah. I, yeah. confident <laughs> enough, calling them out. Right, we got loads to talk about, so uh, we and plenty to get through. So we better um, better get to it, and hopefully everything else will fill enough time so we don't have to talk about the South Wales derby. So. Um, Let's crack on then. Uh, so we'll get to our charity game with Adrian Phillips later. Uh, so we'll start where we left off last time, really. Uh, Wales won, Czech Republic won. Uh, it was a bit of a underwhelming come down after Thursday's historic night uh, and a bit of a B team. But it was a, it was a broadly positive game, wasn't it, Gauss? Yeah, it was. I think it was really positive, to be honest. Um yeah, I think um, you know there's been a lot of talk about uh, you, you know the crowd and stuff, but I think uh, I think the FAW probably got uh, the, the pricing a little bit wrong. I don't like to criticise them too much because they get a lot right these days, but mm. I think they could have probably knocked the prices down a little bit for it. Mm. But you know, crowd aside, I think twelve thousand is not, not horrendous, um, and and the game on the field, I think uh, yeah, very very positive. I mean. It, it's just a great feeling knowing that you can play, uh, and there's no disrespect to any of the players who've played, but it was, it was a second string, really. Mm. And, uh, and and we got a positive result against a good Czech side. So, yeah, on the whole, it was, it was another good night in Welsh football. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, it, looking back, it was probably one of the games uh, you could have, you know, looked to take to Wrexham or early Swansea or somewhere. But I guess, you know, with the, uh, the last-minute... Um, decision yeah. to even play the game who we were playing and obviously yeah. they'd already booked the stadium i assume for the for the yeah. what should have been the player final so um we'll let them off this time but uh but yeah you know it, it was it was a, it was a good night anyway uh rod uh, obviously plenty of um plenty of new faces i say or people we don't see as much in a whale shirt uh anyone stand out for you um well the obvious one is brennan johnson i thought he was uh Show glimpses of what we've seen him do in the championship this season. So, so 
very excited nice to, to see, see him get some through uh, in that position. Well, get a start potentially. We're yeah, going to be losing a couple of the older players in the next year or two. So he was one that I enjoyed watching. He just looks like he's fearless and was uh, took the game to them a bit. And yeah, but I'm sh- sure there's no no one can argue. There's most of the but, but players who uh, got given a chance didn't disgrace themselves. Did very well most of them. So promising signs. And and we've kept that. Uh, and beating record going at home, which is a good thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely spot on. Um, Kaus, was there anyone you thought, um, you know, looked looked good um, that you haven't really seen much for Wales at the moment? Yeah, no, ju- just uh, I think we were all a bit excited uh, to see Brendan Johnson, and he, he did deliver Denise. Um, we've spoke about it before, though. I mean, we've we've got a number of players who who sort of perform the same role, which. Which has happened a lot in Welsh football history, hasn't it? It's a bit frustrating in many ways because you can only fit so many players on the park at once. But, but uh, no, yeah, very impressed. Brendan Johnson thought that Colwell's goal was fantastic. Yeah. Um, because prior to to the um, to the goal, I was sort of um, sort of looking at it and going, yeah, you know, we we might lose this game. Checks look strong, and then all of a sudden we score this fantastic goal, and you know, maybe maybe could have got another one as well. So. Um, no, it was it was good. It was a good solid performance. I like the fact that we've got a, a, a sort of way of playing now, uh, and we never, despite what's going on in the game in terms of scoreline, we never really deviate too much from mm. it. And I, I just I just think whilst football's headed in a good direction, no matter what the result in June's going to be, and um, and yeah, it was a, it was a great idea. Um, just just the last thing I was going to say on it was um, Robert Page saying after the game he, he talked about picking uh, Colwell for the Euros and I, I can completely see what he was saying now he said he wanted to take him along for the ride mm. he could see he's a player with a lot of potential and it's good to get these guys involved and and games like that against Czech Republic are, are a great opportunity for him to get involved to you know to get that experience of international football and you know like I say very young side out there and positive future hopefully yeah yeah absolutely um Rod is there anyone um, based on the performance, that you know, is, is it, did anyone make a case to start in June, or do you think you know they may still not be cracking that first eleven? Um, it's a question. Um, <laughs> I thought Mepham did really well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was impressed with him because uh, I haven't been too sure on him uh, in previous games. He's started in and played in, but whether he's gonna. Be in the in the thinking for the centre backs in the in June is another thing. Um, Morel obviously as well. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't put a foot wrong ever, does he? Um, but no, I I don't know. I don't know. It's just nice to know that we've got them boys in reserve. Really, I I wouldn't say anyone like hundred percent put their hands up to break into the first eleven. But uh, it's just it's just good to know we've got them reliable options on the bench, isn't it? To, that, that can change a game, kind of thing. So. Completely, completely agree with that. I think it was more about the collective, wasn't it, than, than uh, yeah. individuals. But the, the only f- frustrating one for me, really, not frustrating, but uh, I, f- I felt that was a really good opportunity for Ben Cabango, and I'm not 100% sure he took it, really. Mm. Without being overly harsh, he, he had a couple of dicey moments. Okay, you know, anyone can slip at any time or whatever. But, um, yeah, he, he perhaps didn't put his name forward as much as he could have done. 
Yeah. He, he, he needed his longer studs in, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Slipped, slipped yeah. a few times, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, he had a much better game later in the week in the Cardiff City Stadium, which I'd still want to not talk about for now. Um, <laughs> was, it, was he was he good on Saturday, though, was he? Yeah, yeah, and he scored he scored a great goal as well, to be fair. He took it really well yeah. for a centre-half. I didn't realise it was him because it was the other side of the pitch, and it was a bit like, whoa, okay, that's, that's a good finish yeah. from, from a centre-half. And from what I gathered from speaking to a few people is, I don't think left centre back is his most comfortable spot. Um, that, that would that would actually make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. It, there, was, there was a couple of times where he he didn't quite look comfortable receiving the ball from that position, did he? Yeah, yeah. So I I mean, yeah, I I I I think he's going to be someone we'll see a lot more of in the future, and it's just nice that they're slowly yeah. but surely getting game time. You know, going back to what Rod said as well about maybe no one's cracked the first eleven. I mean, it's not like anyone in the first eleven needs replacing really no um but what it does do is give you that little bit of um of an insurance policy that if anyone in that first 11 doesn't make it in june for whatever reason it's it's Mm. nice to know that um that we've got a pretty solid almost second 11 across the pitch and anyone can step into that gap like you said kaus about having that system now we've got you know, we're putting players into a system rather than rather rather than suiting the system to the players, which is what yeah. we did under Coleman, wasn't it? It was always like for like. There was never, yeah. you know, if one person is out, it changes the whole shape. So yeah, it, it, I think it was a a very positive way to end. You know, like I said, it was a bit underwhelming after Thursday night's sort of um, fun and games, but we were always expecting that, I guess, in a friendly. Um, yeah. um, also, just before we do move on, I feel like Reese Norrington Davis deserves a shout out because I thought he had a cracking game. You know, yes. and I, yeah. I, I, yeah. he hasn't really convinced a lot of people. I think in his previous performances, and in um, I think he played a lot in the Nations League, didn't he? Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, he's I thought kind he of one of those. Good. He's kind of one of those that goes under the under the limelight, under the you know you don't notice him, but he, he yeah, I feel he kind of always seems to be quite reliable when he's played i know you just said that not many people have taken a fancy to him but i can't think he's been too bad anytime he's played really so. yeah i just don't think he's trendy do you mean no. i just think he's one yeah, of them yeah. and i think he's, he's he's having a good season with sheffield united who've really turned things around in the last few months and um and he is our only out and out left left-footed wing back now obviously ben davis yeah. is definitely more of a center back in a back in that system and obviously, we've been playing yeah. Nico there, who isn't left-footed, but not that that seems to be a problem for him. Um, but it is nice to have a player like that in reserve if Nico wasn't yeah. available for whatever reason. So, um, so yeah, absolutely good stuff. On to Wales C now, and what are results? Wales four, England nil. It's not often we get to say that. Kaus, you were there, and I think you said on Twitter, I think it was you, said it was one of the best results for any Welsh team in history. It was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, I, perhaps I've had a few too many beers when I said that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> no, I, I just, I just feel because I, you know, I'm, I, I do watch a lot of uh, conference football, and I know a lot of those players on the pitch. Okay, there's quite a few players who were initially selected for England that pulled out, but take nothing away from the Wales side. Mm. It was a fantastic performance, and I think. I think really the reason I got carried away and I said that, I sort of stand by it in a certain sense because, you know, I I see, and not from English people, by the way, Welsh people yeah. slagging off the standard of the of the of the Cymru Premier. Mm. And it's very frustrating to me because 
I feel like they look at the cr- the crowds rather than the product on display. And mm. I, and you know what I'm talking about, right? Don't you? And, and yeah. Rods as well. You watch enough Welsh football. The standard is good, and and it's yeah. just good to have that proof because every single one of those uh, England players was a professional footballer, and every single one of them has had an excellent season for their club. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been selected for England. Yeah. So. You know that that is that's a real statement from the from the Welsh boys and um, and yeah I was I was I was absolutely chuffed to be a part of it. It was a great atmosphere, um, you know, great crowd, fifteen hundred there. It was really good to see, and um, you know, a lot of youngsters there as well. It's, mm. There's a lot of um, you know we talk about you know youngsters these days. They perhaps don't go to watch as much football as we did in our generation, but it's good to see the next generation of kids are interested in Welsh football and. Uh, and yeah, fantastic. It was a great night all round. Uh, anyone stand out to you, player-wise? Was there anyone particularly... I, I mean, Will Evans was fantastic. Oh, he was, he was brilliant. brilliant. He and, was, and, you know... He tore yeah. Pennebon to shreds as well on the weekend, by the looks of it as well. So he's a real yeah. player, isn't he? Oh, excellent player. But in all honesty, I, I genuinely wouldn't want to pick too many individuals out because it was just an absolutely awesome team performance. And... Uh, it was it was just absolutely unbelievable to see a team from from you know six seven maybe even eight clubs I'm not sure come together like that and uh, and you know to be to be with them after the game as well and see the team spirit amongst mm. a bunch of lads who you know who don't play together at club level it was just a brilliant night and uh, and credit to Mark Jones credit to Jonah for putting a team together and and getting them ready. For that game like that, um, just the last thing I was going to say, and it was, you know, the, the Wales Sea management and coaching staff, they left nothing to chance. I was speaking to them after the game and they said, we've looked into absolutely every one of their players. Yeah. We've done our research on every single one of them. So it wasn't like they turned up and they thought, oh, we'll have a, we'll, we'll give them a bit of a game and then we'll have a few beers after. They really wanted to win that game and the hard work. I think it was almost like a microcosm of the good things that have been going on in Welsh coaching for a number of years now, started by mm. Oshan and people like that. These guys put the hard yards in and, you know, it's paying off at international and and, uh, and national football in Wales as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, very, very good points. Uh, Paul Burns asked a question, actually, saying after the success of the Wales Sea team last week, uh, could the FAW look at playing more Sea international games? Maybe a uh, against a team of uh, Scots or or the Irish, Rod, is that something you'd like to see going forward? Yeah, well, I think we spoke briefly about it before we started recording. Yeah, uh, you know, it would be nice. These boys clearly played well together, and it looked like from what I what I've what Kausa said, and from what I saw from his social media, they all seem to get on well, and it'd be nice for them to have a few trips or, or something, go play away somewhere like Ireland. Or I can only see it being a positive. Arranging more fixtures for them, really. So, yeah, I, I absolutely. I also think it gives players um, an extra sort of carrot where, yeah. when they're playing for their clubs. You know, have that over yeah. their shoulder to be like, oh, you know, there's there's going to be more of these games. If I put you know put a better performance in on the pitch, I might get selected and play for Wales. Because I mean, it's, it must be brilliant for them. You know, they're you know they're all sort of semi pro lads, and you know some of some lads have played at higher levels and others. Um, come through various, you know, some through academy systems, some, you know, literally through the the pyramid from like Parks level to 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 yeah. to um to the Cymru Premier, you know. So you know to have that experience, you know, have all the kit, 
you know, the anthem, that sort of thing. Davide Wan performing beforehand. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it must be such a, a great, uh, you know, they'll all remember that when their careers end. Um, and it, yeah, it must be a really nice, uh, like cherry on top of of of, of their careers. So uh, yeah, more yeah, more a, more C internationals. I say it's a great accolade for them to be like selected as well because yeah. you know you're not realistically not going to get many full Welsh internationals coming from the league. So to have that yeah. option of them representing their country in any shape like that, so it, it can only be a good thing if you ask me. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then after all of that, uh, we had a bloody World Cup draw to finish off that massive international fortnight. Uh, we won't speak about it too much because it might age badly come come June. Um, it's it? Yeah, well, the more I've thought about it, the more I'm trying not to think about the actual intricacies of who we've drawn and, and what we might come up against. Um, but, you know, just initial thoughts. We'll have a little quick chat about it. Obviously, we've been drawn into Group B. Uh, I think it's the group of, of questionable geopolitics. Um, <laughs> uh, it's the USA, Iran, and uh, bloody England, of course. Uh, what, did you, what did you say in the uh, group message on the weekend? It's the, it's the uh, rogue nation <laughs> yeah. state group. <laughs> yeah, the rogue <laughs> Yeah. It is something like that, yeah. A ridiculous draw. Um, but, I mean, what are your initial thoughts, Kaus? Yeah, that, none of us wanted to draw England, did we? But um, no. it, it's if you look at it from the other angle and you look at it in terms of getting out of the group and getting into that last 16, you've got to be happy with it, really, haven't you? In, yeah. From a sporting aspect, you've got to be happy. But as we know, we've already seen it. Um, you know, on social media and stuff, England are planning their route to the final already. And, you know, that's not how we do things. Like you just said then, right, we, we don't want to talk too much about it because we're not even there yet. So, um, yeah, I, I must admit, though, boys, and maybe it's a bit, you know, people might shout me down a little bit. I'm, I'm still struggling to get excited at the prospect of a World Cup in Qatar. And, you know, it's... Uh, it's amazing because all my life I've dreamed of seeing Wales in a, in a, in a world cup. And yet here we are. I, I just, you know, it, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say too much more. It sounds ridiculous, but it's just because of where it is. It's, it's, it's not nice, is it? No, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, and I also think the draw didn't really whet my appetite. You know, if we'd come up in a group with <laughs> no. some more of the more attractive countries to play. Um, oh, I, I, th- I thought you meant the actual draw, right? I was going to say, because, you know, Jermaine oh, Genus I mean, didn't exactly get the juices flowing. What like, was you know. Jermaine Genus? How? how? <laughs> when they brought Jermaine Genus out, yeah. I was like, who's booked him? I saw, I saw, I saw a good tweet. It's like, how many people do you think get asked until they have to turn to Genus? Because <laughs> <laughs> he seems I'm... to end up in all these jobs. Like, I also loved how they brought all those FIFA legends out. They brought like Cafu out and Ali Deer out. And then some bloke yeah. who played for Qatar in like the World Youth Cup in like the 80s or yes. don't think he even got a full yeah. cap bizarre yeah. uh rod what did you make of the uh the, the draw and what do you think talk, your talk, talk, talking of cafu quickly uh someone i follow on twitter and he mentioned to me how much uh cafu looked like el chapo of narcos uh <laughs> <laughs> the actor who played with his smile he had like a broad smile i if you look that up if you're not sure what i'm on about have a look because it's uncanny um <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's hard to get excited when it, you know, I could tell it was coming with England. You could see it where the way the draw was shaping up was like with less and less options with the 
you know, you can't get two Asian countries in the same group type of thing. So just disappointed there's no, like, South American or African opponent. I'd have liked one of them in there. Um, it's just, yeah, I, like Kao said, it's hard to get excited about the, the World Cup, especially we haven't qualified yet. But there's also, I, I'm not sure it's going to be that exciting, even after we have qualified because of where it's, where it's happening and all the bollocks is, comes with it and now we are we haven't exactly got a thrilling group uh, iran game would be quite interesting but yeah bloody england again like yeah, that was the worst game of the year i know it's the game we lost as well in mm-hmm. the years but it's just uh, i didn't enjoy that game at all the whole build-up and the hype and the so to have that in potentially our first world cup appearance in over half a century is yeah, it just takes it away from it because you know the fucking build-up that's going to be around it if we do make it. It's just going to be all to be about that game again, isn't it? So, yeah, I think, I think Phil Stead summed it up. He said, um, I got the tweet here, uh, the point about England is that the World Cup is about experiencing global football culture and now yeah. one of our precious games will be taken up against that lot. And he's absolutely spot on, you know? Yeah. And even even America, really. I mean, it's just, it's just England on steroids, isn't it? So, <laughs> um, it's on steroids with guns. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it is a shame, and 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 yeah, we'll we'll talk more about it if if we do it. But I think if we do it, it's going to be a case of the journey being a lot better than the destination. Um, yeah. I think. Um, so let's look ahead to June. Uh, we're taking on either Scotland or Ukraine. Uh, friend of the pod, Reese Hartley, has asked Scots or Ukraine. Um, who do you fancy? Uh, is there a preferable opponent out of the two? Because I can't make my mind up who I'd rather play. Oh, great. Do you know what? There's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cons to playing both and, and not not that many pros, really. Uh, yeah, it's very tough. I I honestly don't know. I think from a... Maybe from looking at it from a sporting perspective, I think maybe you'd rather play Scotland. Um, hmm. Just just, be, just because I'd... I'd I'd quite fancy, uh, you know, I just think we'd beat them. I'd, I'd feel confident, you know, if you're looking at on the field, I'd feel confident whoever we play. But, nah, you know, I mean, we know we know the Scots are uh, are going to travel in, in tens of thousands down to Cardiff. And uh, and with the Ukrainians, it's, it's, it's a game that we can't win, realistically, against the Ukrainians. So, probably, probably maybe just Scotland, maybe... I, I always said beforehand, before the um, the conflict kicked off in Ukraine, I'd probably rather play them. But I think now maybe I'd rather play Scotland. Yeah, I mean, it's still a lot lot to be decided before then. And what sort of Ukraine side does come out um, and play Scotland, mm. if if they even can play Scotland. Uh, Rod, have you got a preference? Yeah, it's pretty much the same as what Kaus said, I think. I think they're edging towards Scotland. I think we owe them one from previous things. Oh, but yes. I don't really... I don't really like it's the hype around that type of game. I don't enjoy the Battle of Britain or something they'll make it out as and yeah. all that stuff. Like, we could do without that. But then again, if we take on Ukraine, it's us against the hearts of the world or whatever kind of bollocks. <laughs> so, and we'll have more calls for us to give up our place or something. Um, I, no, think, I think, Rods, as well, I, I've, I've only ever heard English people call it the Battle of Britain as well. I don't yeah, think anyone well, in I mean, Wales yeah. or Scotland calls it that, do they? Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no chance. No, it, yeah, it, yeah. But that's that's where most most of the media comes from in this country, unfortunately. Yeah. It's in, yeah. English kind of 
So that's what it's, that's how it's going to be. But um, no, I, I don't fancy taking on Ukraine. Um, unknown quantity, really. We don't. We haven't played them much. Uh, and there's the whole war thing as well, and I don't know. It's just not ideal to be facing. But then, if if we're gonna lose, if we are gonna lose that game, I'd rather lose the Ukraine than Scotland. So I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah, it's such a difficult yeah. one. I I still haven't really yeah. made my mind up. So uh, we shall see what 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 comes comes what may. Uh, we don't know even still now what the situation is in terms of how we're gonna play the games, when we're gonna play the games. But I'm sure that'll all come out in the next few weeks, um, and we'll we'll discuss that when it's decided. Uh, right next, uh, we got more international football coming this week. Uh, the women's team are in action. Um, they take on France internationally on Friday. It's a massive game. And then they're off to Kazakhstan next week. Uh, current state of play is Wales are second in their group after six games. Uh, ten games to play, four games left. They need to finish second to get a playoff spot. Uh, if they win, they qualify automatically. They're currently five points ahead uh, behind France, two points ahead of Slovenia. So they're in the driving seat. Uh, a win against France could give them give them a chance to win the group uh, after nearly beating them out in France, or at least getting a point anyway. Um, Alan the Axe, the pod father, currently down with COVID, <laughs> so uh, get well soon, Alan the Axe. Um, his question this week was, uh, can Wales beat France? Rod, I think, based on uh, the games in... Um, uh, well, I can't remember when it was now. We played France. Was it November? Yeah, it was November. November late yeah, November, late November, wasn't it? Um, I was going to say November, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we could beat them, do you reckon? Well, why not? Isn't it? yeah. It's a home game and they, they pushed them all the way away. And I think it was only the last minute they got the second, didn't it? So, yeah, it was on a yeah. break as well because they you know, yeah. threw everyone hit, forward. Hit the post, you know, hit the back. That was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, no, why not? You know, you can't... You can, we, when when the men's team beat Belgium back in twenty fifteen, is it? Yeah. You know that we were far. They were far superior in terms of overall quality of their squad. But you know when you you get a team together that's playing with uh, home following and home support and the desires there, you know you never know what can happen on the night. So why not I take a game to them? There's nothing to lose in that, really. It's a bit of a free hit, so yeah, because you're not expected so. to beat them, so yeah. Yeah, and everyone else will probably be beaten by them. Yeah, exactly. By a lot of goals, some of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Th- there's the definitive answer to Alan the Axe's question of Can Wales beat France? Why not? Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to say that interesting. Rod said about 2015 with uh, the Belgian game with the men's team because. I mean, from uh, you, you watch, uh, you two watch more women's football than me. I'm, I'm ashamed to say, but I, uh, I, I do feel like Welsh women's football is, is just on the cusp of that that really golden yeah. age now. Um, I, I mean, it's, you could argue that it's in a golden age anyway, considering you know results have improved massively over the last ten years, haven't they? But no, I do feel that uh, that Welsh football is right on the verge of something special, and I think a, a result like that. You know, we talk about the Wales Sea game and stuff earlier on, but but you know, Wales fans as they are, I think people just need to see them make that real, uh, have that real sort of um, result where people yeah. stand up and go, "Wow, there you mm, go!" Like and then breakthroughs, crowds, and yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and and that's why it was, you know, it's interesting you say about Belgium and stuff, and yeah, I, th- I think I think that you know that, that clearly they're uh, they're on an upward trajectory and. Uh, 
And yeah, like I say, why not? Um, where, where is the game against France? It's an athlete yeah, in Scarlet. Scarlet, yeah. yeah. Great stuff. I think yeah. they've, they've See, sold I... almost 4,000 tickets already, which is great. So I'm hoping to get down there uh, if yeah. if work allows and stuff. So, um so, yeah, was, was the record was the record crowd was that six and a half thousand at the uh, city, yeah it? I think it was I think it was around six yeah. and a half maybe it was just over five I'm not sure I can't really remember now um, no, but yeah so no reason why they can't can't break the record there for the, no. the attendance again then yeah absolutely um, so uh, yeah looking forward to that uh, we'll chat about those games uh, once they're done uh, right after all that then uh, unfortunately we've run out of time to talk about anything else. Uh, um, we know, have we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, we should mention it really. Uh, the South Wales derby on Saturday. Um, I don't really want to make it a rant about Cardiff City because I could go, I could go on for for hours, uh, and I'm sure the view from the Ninian boys will will have plenty to say on their pod this week. Um, but it's just another derby where Cardiff didn't turn up. Um, Swansea had a game plan, executed it perfectly, and just put Cardiff to the sword. Um, I'm pretty desensitized to it all now. I feel like going to derbies is just is just part of going to the derbies now is just losing. So uh, Rod, obviously you're 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 sympathetic to the Swans, I'd say. Uh, what did you mm. did? I mean, did you watch the game? I know it was a three o'clock no. kickoff, so it was hard to hard to watch if you weren't in the ground. I was in work Saturday, so I had the uh, the old radio on in my uh, in my headphones and uh, listening to the game. I was and just sounded. Very poor from a Cardiff perspective and very positive from a Swans perspective. I don't know. I, I did not see that coming before the game. I thought there'd be a. I, I wasn't sure that Cardiff would win, but I thought there'd be, a, you know, a home advantage there, and there's never been a double. So I thought the, it was leaning towards Cardiff in terms of um, odds and who you'd reckon would win, but I haven't watched much of either really lately. So I. I don't know what the form has been like. Cardiff are obviously picked up under Morrison. Yeah. Uh, I did watch the Swans. Was it Peterborough way? Oh, yeah, yeah. Were they just about Maybe, one at the end, I think, didn't they? Yeah, they they weren't that great in that game. But I, they... I haven't even seen the highlights yet. Uh, so I, I can't really comment too much. From from a Cardiff perspective, um, I mean, <laughs> I felt like we'd turned a corner in the last few weeks or months, I'd say. I think they was, we were starting to build something. It wasn't. You know, nothing that was going to set the world alight, but I felt like there was a, a base there. And um, Steve Morrison might be the kind of guy to galvanise the players into getting up for a derby, you know, Millwall legend like he is. You know, I think he might know something about games with a bit of edge, but just didn't seem... And his comments after the game were, were nothing short of a disgrace, really, and refusing to speak to the, uh, the radio press. Yeah, it's just a bit of a... Just... Do you know what... The worst thing is, I don't even care that much. It didn't hurt. It was just another game where we lost to Swansea. Um, it's just this time I thought we might actually get something out of it. Whereas I knew under Mick McCarthy we'd be going to get a battering. But was there we are. The, was there like a lack of fight or desire? Did it seem like that way? Yeah, a bit. And I just think I just think Russell Martin outthought out outthought Steve Morrison. He just had a better game plan. We didn't we we didn't know whether we were coming or going when we were trying to press. I don't really know. You know, a team like Swans who keep the ball, you've got to try and press them high, don't you, and force errors. And we just didn't do it. And they, you know, some of the goals we were like, um, you know, like uh, what do they call them? Like 
like cones on the, the pitch. <laughs> they were just sort of passing around us, you know, like they were doing drills. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the worst thing is, I feel like Steve Morrison had really started to build some credit and some rapport with the fans. And a result like that just throws it all out the window now. Um, yeah. You know, well, that's, you lose that. You lose this, a game in the derby that heavily and and the 110-year record or whatever is just quite hard to, you know, win win back the favour of the fans. You've got to, he's got to go on a bit of a run now again, and he? he's got to really yeah. turn it around because... Well, that's it. Be a... I think it was the only thing yeah. we were looking forward to now. The, obviously, we'd pulled away from relegation zone, which is great. Um, but, you know, we're, we're at the start of April. We've still got, I think it's about 10 games to go, maybe a little less than that. Um, but no, it's definitely less than that. Anyway, however many games to go, we haven't got anything to play for. So it was like the derby was the last big day out of the season, and yeah. we've gone and pissed on our chips. So, um, so yeah, uh, it'll be a long, long time, I'm sure, until. Uh, well, I said to Kaus beforehand, actually, that you know we could be the greatest team on earth and go on this unbeaten game of like 200 games, and as soon as we play Swansea, we'll just turn up and shit the bed. Because mm. it just seems like we do it every time we play. We haven't them. scored many against them either in the last however many games. No, it? well, we I... we beat them once last season away, um, but obviously no one was there. Um, yeah, and then bef- we didn't play them. I think we drew nil nil and lost one nil the season before, um, which the the season that was cut short. And then before that, obviously we didn't play them. For a few years because we overlapped ah, each yeah. other didn't we we went in the prem yeah. they came down yeah um and the last that the last one in the prem we lost three nil and only one nil before so I, yeah it's just yeah i haven't celebrated a goal against swansea in a ground for um since <laughs> would it be 2013 was the last time i've been in <laughs> I, I saw i was gonna say when you were in primary school then <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my first yeah. year of university mad yeah long time ago now. yeah Anyway, I don't want to yeah. pile on the misery. You can move on if you want. <laughs> I, I, the, o- the only thing is, the only saving grace is Wales are good at football. Because if Wales were still shit and Cardiff were as shit as they are, I think I'd be in some sort of like... You'd be on the, you'd be on the kites. Yeah, I'd be you'd on... Up some <laughs> different sport though. Yeah. yeah, existential life crisis or something. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're, 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 I mean, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Could be worse. Could be worse. I could have gone to watch Penabont who lost 5-0 to Bala. So, uh, so there we are. Uh, right before start, we start, why don't you start up the baseball again in uh, in North Park? Or like <laughs> yeah. <that>? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Liverpool have got a good firm. All right, before we do move on to Agent Phillips, uh, just want to say congratulations to Airbus who won the Cymru North last week. Kaus, I don't think you've seen much of them this season, from what I gather. But uh, what do you reckon they'll be uh, a welcome addition to the Cymru Premier? <laughs> Uh, can you rephrase that question? <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they uh, might get on next season? Yeah, um, yeah, I think um, you know they, they're obviously flying high. Way. Uh, uh, no, they, 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 I saw them earlier in the season. Actually, I did know, and um, like I said on Twitter after, after they won the league the other night, I do feel a bit sorry for Chad though because they haven't been far off. They've been. They've clung on to uh, to Airbus all season, uh, but but Airbus just had that little bit of quality, extra quality, and um, yeah, I think um, it's it's hard to say. I mean, you know, there's there's some really good sides in the coming north, but you know, 
we've seen it before. Teams have sort of um, run away with a title in the coming north or south. They've gone up and they've struggled Runway. a little bit at times. <laughs> um, what was that? Runway. I just run, think of the runway. <laughs> I said runway, not Sorry. runway. <laughs> yeah, but, um, uh, oh, no. yeah, I think um, Sorry, the, the, tra- the transfer market will have to be their first port of call. There you go. Uh, Let's and, hope they don't uh, crash port, and burn uh, when they port. come up. Oh, yeah. Christ. Will they take yeah. off? Should, should, <laughs> should we just delete this whole segment and start again? No, 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 no. no, no. That's good, <laughs> No, I know I, you've, I, I know you've winged it. But, uh... <laughs> oh fucking hell! Have you, have you got a list in front of your rods? You, you're coming no, at them too thick and fast here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Good, e- good evening to Gunk. By the way, you'll be enjoying. <laughs> a pay lot. Uh... <laughs> no, but um, it, very difficult to sort of predict what they'll do next year. They'll have to sign a couple of people and. Uh, yeah, it's a shame because they're not a, they're not a well supported club, but they they're a good club who who are run quite well, and um, you know they they've got a good manager there and Steve O'Shaughnessy, and um, yeah, that I, I think they may be okay, but I think they'll need a couple of signings next year. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned there about they're not a well supported club, and that was one of the things I was worried about. It's it's another club coming up that's associated with um with a um. With a with a business or a, or a, a company, yeah. you know, like like uh, TNS and like Connors Key, uh, like I, and obviously you got someone like Cardiff Met, and even if Ponty come up from the country south, they're essentially the USW team. So these sort of sides, as good as they are at football, I think from a fan culture perspective, yeah. it's not yeah. great for the league. You know, someone like Clandidna would have been more welcome in terms of having that fan experience and and crowds yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, the um, but you don't get promoted. You don't get promoted. You don't get promoted on yeah. your attendances. That's the thing. You know. No, of course not. Of course not. And, and you know, rightly so. I've, I I I agree with everything you've just said. But I've also seen people suggesting like a franchise system, and that that is not the answer. That no, is not no, the no. answer at all. You know, like I think Super League did it, Rugby League, a few years ago, where they had you'd have a three-year franchise. No, I don't agree with that at all. Um, so it, it's a difficult one. I think the only positive you can say is that um, you are strengthening the standard. Uh, the, the coming north and the coming south are excellent leagues uh, with with really with a really good fan culture, great attendances, because you can even see, even Carnarvon now, who, who their support for the last five, six, well, probably even 10 years has been fantastic. Um, but but even even those fans are starting to turn away a little bit. I mean, you know, they're still getting th- they're still getting four hundred there. You know, maybe five hundred on average. But which is more than most crowd- of the league. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's still it's still one of if not the best. But but the, you know, I, I would be concerned if I was them because their fans are turning away a little bit as well now. So um, so yeah, like I say, it's good for good for tier two, but. Yeah, we'd we'd like to see these traditional clubs yeah. and, and the well supported clubs, let's say, um, in in the top flight. Really. And and especially if you look at the teams who are going to come down, obviously Kevin Druids, I think they're they're a write off. Obviously they're down anyway, but in yeah. terms of the club is just a bit of a mess. But if we lose Barry or Aberystwyth, which look like likely yeah. to be the one of the other two clubs that one of the other clubs to come down, they're yeah. two well supported teams uh, and the sort of teams sides. you want in mm, the yeah. league to improve yeah. that but again like i said 
you know, attendances don't win you leagues. And I mean, otherwise, Leeds might be one of the best teams on the planet, Rod. Yeah, Leeds away, you would have won the Champions League. <laughs> Ten years in the bouncer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. That was uh, the last couple of weeks in Welsh football. A big, chunky section, but we had lots to get through. Um, I'm sure there'll be weeks where we're, we're, we're struggling to even talk about anything so it's nice to have a busy week uh right we got phillips next who's gonna talk us through uh the brilliant charity game we had last week in merthyr agent phillips are you there hello What's that? Ramping stuff up here. Yeah. I've had to kind of stop the old uh, communist themed pub for obvious reasons. So, so what are you doing now? Mobile discotheque? I got a Down Chaguer in nightclub. What's the name? Have you, have you got a name for it yet? Or? That guy's not open yet. It's oh, in right. Barmouth. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we've got to try these things. Uh, but I haven't got any players through this week. Yeah, um, obviously we'll we'll talk about uh, the 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 shambles of the alternative Wales game from last week. Uh, I think the final score was Merthyr seven, alternative Wales five. Um, either a cracking football game or a shit rugby game. Um, well, why was it five and not four, Brian? Well, do you want to talk us through it? Well, I've actually been on trial with Tromso this week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to be paid in Krona, so we, the deal broke down. I just scored one of the best goals Penadaran Park's ever seen. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I think Adrian Phillips overruled management, subbed himself on. Um, I am management, mate. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> talk us through it then. Minute, second by second, kick by kick. Uh, I'd spot the goalkeeper off his line from about ooh, 65 yards. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, just picked out the top corner, right? Simple, right. really. Yeah, and then just yeah, not held my hand aloft and saluted the crowd behind the goal. Yeah, uh, Rod. Well, what really happened was uh, completely <laughs> different, as we all know. Oh, of course. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Rod I, I was gonna. I was gonna say. It, it, more, more likely, he spotted the keeper having a line and then just put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what actually happened was I put a cross in and there's no one in the box. So I'm not really sure why I put a cross yeah, in. Yeah, fucking scuffed the cross <laughs> into the top corner. Nobody. As we, uh, by that time in the game, we had no strikers fit enough to get in the box. <laughs> I seem to remember Adrian Phillips celebrating the goal like a knackered Alan Shearer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could barely move, right? But it got me a trial with Tromso. And how's that gone for you this week? Language barrier is difficult. Yeah. And I don't really like herring. But instead of actually trying to punt players on, I, I think I might just sign for Welsh Premier League team myself. Okay, so if, if there is any Welsh Premier League teams listening and would like to take Adrian Phillips on, uh... haven't Lido still in the Welsh Prem? No, no. <laughs> Cymru South. Well, uh, Red Allen needs to update his notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, one thing I need to highlight is a shameful pitch invasion. All right, talk us through it then. What happened? Well, someone's had a go a goal from miles out because everyone's too tired. And then 
old Rodney uh, <laughs> has sh- stumbled into the box and the ball's hit him and gone in. Oh, yeah, is that, is that, is is that what it is? Horrendous it? scenes where people have entered yeah, the hell. playing area. I don't know why you get this chance on. He's just pe- peddling his misinformation. Yeah? <laughs> Fake news, Phillips. Yeah. There should be a lot of bans for that. Yeah, well, the score at the time was about seven <laughs> two. <laughs> to be fair, celebrate, boys. Seeing seeing uh, Rodri Davis of this podcast score in the splendent red of Alternative Wales was just too much, and I had to invade the pitch yeah. and celebrate with him with a two yard tap in with, with my left foot. In. With my left foot, mind. Yeah, weaker, with foot. A weaker foot. Can't teach Bit that. Of conf- I- after, Bit of confidence, uh, <laughs> after Lewis Sharp, uh, who you know regular on the pod, uh, missed uh, a one-on-one from about six yards, so um, I think yeah, you, probably, you, sa- you saved his blushes. He done James that, didn't he? Yeah, he he done well yeah. to make the make the chance for himself, but uh, but Rodri was on hand to uh, to steer it home. And uh, jubilant scenes, I think, was the uh, was the um, special mention, Brian, to the fifteen-year-old goalkeeper in our team. Who oh yeah, miles better than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a we had a keeper double his age, disgracing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a keeper who uh, dropped out morning of uh, with a COVID uh, with a COVID positive test, unfortunately. So we were scrambling around online for a keeper, and uh, yeah, he uh, dropped us a message. He said, "I am fifteen, but I'd like to play." Uh, so yeah, Callum Lewis uh, brought his boots and his gloves down to Pendarm Park. And apparently it was his first ever game in a full size full size goals and he had an absolute stormer. You yeah, know? he kept the he kept the score <laughs> very it, respectable to it, be it, fair, it, it should have been at least twenty three, I think, or something like that. It was a yeah. like a young Tony Coton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure I'm sure I saw uh, Phillips uh, tapping him up after the game asking uh, if he needed a club or something, but uh, yeah, yeah, I won't tell you what he said to me. <laughs> but it ended with off. <laughs> yeah fair play man of the match performance um but yeah it, at one point it was looking pretty pretty ropey i had to serve myself off in disgrace after half an hour um with a potential hernia uh, because I, was, <laughs> I struggled not gonna lie it was a bit of a shit show but uh some 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 uh i'd say uh fair to middling performances some 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 not so good performances um well, and i think uh, that's as good as you can say Talking about being subbed off, a special mention to Tommy Bowen, who didn't bother playing the second half and had to stand on the terrace and drink cider. Yeah, he'd somehow, he had somehow showered and got dressed by the end of half-time. Um, After being told to keep himself warm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Took it too literally, I think. Uh, yeah, um, he'd only played uh, 120 minutes leading up to the game anyway. He'd played yeah, Sunday League, pathetic, yeah. Should have should been yeah. able to do at least another 90. But he got Very his first half goal. Um I think it was gifted to him actually in the end. Uh, I can't remember exactly what happened, but it it was gifted to him. Uh, shout out also to uh, uh, Charlie Cottrell. Uh, no relation to David Cottrell, you'd be glad to know, um, <laughs> uh, who scored uh, one of our goals. And I think the other one was an own goal in the end. Yeah, where did that come from, Brian? Was that an Agent Phillips cross again? It was a whipped effort from myself, <laughs> yes. Yeah, plopped it onto the mm. head of the centre half. It was a cracking header from the centre half. To put it into his own goal, I gotta say it's probably the, the only fin- finish of the day. I think, yeah, twenty quid to make him do that. <laughs> <laughs> twenty quid, well spent. Um, yeah. yeah, Tommy Bowen could have got a hat full actually. Um, I think Lewis Mitchell 
uh, f- photographer and right wing extraordinaire, right wing footballer, by the way, not. He's a Victor Auburn or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, he put in a cracking cross, but Tommy Bowen was about three three inches too short. Um, otherwise, it would have been an absolute beauty. Uh, I don't think you would have scored that with a step ladder, Brian. No, to be fair, but uh... so you're saying genetics let down our right wing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. St- I, I, Stewie Bowen, <laughs> have a word with yourself. Big shout out to Evan Williams for another disgraceful cameo. I think <laughs> lasted, lasted about ten minutes, had about two touches yeah, the, of the ball, and sent pe- himself pe- off. The Pengham Darren Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, good day all around. Uh, We raised quite a bit of cash, um, all going to um, Welsh Refugee Council and not the pockets of Adrian Phillips, although he has been pestering me for a goal bonus all week. Um, Uh, Two, mate, two. (laughs) I'm not having the own goal bonus. That doesn't count. Okay, well, I owe him 20 quid anyway, so I need to get that money somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I don't. I, one thing I will say, we weren't hindered from left back by some l- lunatic with uh, duct tape around his shin pads. <laughs> <laughs> Shouting football cliches. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure the goalkeeper would have understood his 1980s cliches. Well, if if there was if there was someone shouting cliches for the back, you might not have conceded seven, Phillips. So pipe down. <laughs> in your van, pal. Get back in your van. <laughs> Who, did, who yeah. did you have, Tony in goal? What was going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we tried to play Bielsa football without the fitness. <laughs> yeah. And without the position. I'm, 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 all for, I'm all for possession football, but maybe not in your own six-yard box, to be fair. <laughs> no, right enough. Uh, yeah, good. It was a good day out, fair play. Well done, yeah. Brian, for organising it. Yeah, and a lovely, lovely stadium, Pendarren Park. What a, what a lovely... Lovely ground, lovely day for it, wasn't it? And uh, I couldn't yeah. think of a better ground to grace a goal like mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed that, Phillips that, uh, didn't keep it didn't manage to keep the bar open longer though. That's the only. Uh, yeah, that was a letter, wasn't it? I thought Phillips well, would have had they, a word they, there. They but... shut quite quite soon after, did they? Yeah, I think we trouble boys. <laughs> <laughs> I think we only managed one. We should have gone to the Park View, really. That or, or the Wyndham. You should have gone to the Wyndham. I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, after after playing um, after playing football, I don't know how many press ups you'd have managed. <laughs> yeah, I I, do, I didn't fancy doing twenty pre- uh, sit ups whilst on fire. So yeah, uh... Rodri's got a <laughs> Rodri's got a lot of hair to be set on fire as well. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Good times, Aye. good times. Um, so yeah, thanks for anyone who donated and played and and uh, came to watch. There was a few few in attendance. Uh, especially Tommy Bowen's Barmy Army behind the goal. Yeah. Um, hostile as ever. Yeah, hostile as ever. Absolutely. And I'm not really sure towards who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everyone. everyone yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Phillips, you got anything else for us, or is that it? Well, just to let you know that um, I'm in talks with the uh, FAW to enter us as a franchise into uh, a upcoming league restructure that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Playing on Castle Fields in Llandovery, is it? Uh, ooh, I don't know. We have to get a grass pitch to be yes, yeah, so over there. We can't play an artificial again. The boys are too old. No, no. I've got bloody turf burns for days as well, and it's still yeah. bleeded out every night. So a uh, bit of fun. Bit of fun. Yeah, but nothing else. Back to the old uh, 
Back to the day job. He doesn't even know what he's going to do next. Try and sort this down to Aguero nightclub out in Barmouth. Get open soon. Yeah, good luck with that, pal. And keep looking for uh, Anne South McCarthy from uh, from the Canal Valley. Excellent. Well, Phillips doesn't know what I'm talking about. Look at my Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Phillips, um, cracking goal, cracking uh, assist for the own goal. Um, Almost a man of the match performance, arguably. Um, but I wouldn't well, go that far. Right, if I if I talk to you next week, it might be one of the last times because I'm clearly going to sign for a professional club <laughs> within the next couple of weeks. So uh, make the most of it, or I will be demanding a much higher fee than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we'll have we'll have some off air yeah. discussions then. Okay. Crisis talks. Fax you, yeah. All right then. Fax off. Good. Yeah, off you go, Phillips. <laughs> you clown. <laughs> Leave it on the lamppost, boys. Wrong end of the week time then. Uh, let's start with last week's results. Um, I should say, for anyone new to the show, I mean, I feel like we just go straight into wrong end and I never actually explain it uh, if you're a new listener, which you might be because we've had a few recently. Uh, basically, every week, we nominate some someone or something that's been a total fucking tool, um, and then mm. you vote vote for it, and um, nothing happens. Then you get a winner, and that's it's just nice. So uh, <laughs> it's a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, last week's results in third place. Well, I say last week's. These were nominated two weeks ago now, um, in episode forty nine because we didn't do them in the last show because we were too. Too buzzing about uh, high on life. Yeah, too high on life to be t- thinking about wrongins. So, um, so yeah. Uh, third place, it was Kaus's pick of decaf coffee. Um, second place was my pick of charging things, and uh, the winner was uh, Evan Powell on his debut show with his first win. It was uh, people who were against the smacking ban, which is a, a very worthy winner, uh, mm. an early favourite, and uh, yeah, came through with a win, sixty-two point seven percent of the vote. So this week uh, we shall start with uh, we'll start with you, Rod. Uh, seeing as Kaus came last and I came second, uh, returning to the show. Uh, what, what what's your pick? Well, I've not really. I've stopped watching the news so much now, so I'm a bit fucking clueless about like what's going on in the world. Apart from uh, Wales doing well in the football and all the other grim war stuff, but uh, I went for a takeaway last night. Chinese. Yeah, and uh, they fucked the order up. So I'm going up. I'm going for takeaway restaurants that fuck your order up. <laughs> nice. Honestly, that is such a good pick because there is nothing worse yeah. than being no. excited for a particular dish. Yeah, and uh, I, and it's wrong. And I was in that kind of Sunday evening mood where you just can't be asked to go back and ch- like tell them they've got it wrong. Yeah. So I was just accepted the fact they messed they they didn't get, get give me crispy beef they gave me crispy seaweed so oh. I had the dry driest Chinese I've ever had in my life. <laughs> See, I don't mind crispy seaweed, but it's not oh, a re- nice. It's not a replacement for crispy beef, is it? When you've got crispy beef noodles and some chips, and you didn't order sauce because you thought the sauce was going to come with the crispy beef. Oh dear. It was like eating fucking, I don't know, <laughs> some quarry gravel or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's just, I've I've had it before from the Indian as well, where like you, you've ordered a naan bread and they've forgotten that and you're like, ah, oh, fuck's sake, I haven't got anything to 
accompany it now or they've you know they've forgotten a rice or i don't know it, it just seems to happen like one once in every two times i go uh, there's something gets missed or something fucks up so is it the uh, bug... is it the only chinese in town Rod? no there's two there's two uh, there's one we live right by now so we went to that one uh... um so uh yeah i went for that one they're quite good they're, all the takeaways in hindover are quite good to be fair to them um but yeah they quite quite often do fuck the orders up and <laughs> It's just I'm not the kind of person who's asked about correcting it either. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, someone in company wants me to go back and get the fucking thing they ordered or something. Well, that's if it. it was a, that's if it. It's just up to me. Yeah. You usually wait long enough for them to bloody turn up, and then when they do turn yeah. up, it's wrong, and then you can't yeah. really be asked to fucking wait for it to sort out. But... Well, there's there's no delivery in Kimberley, so we've got to go pick it up. So you, it's whether you can be asked to get back in the car or get get back out of the house. Once you've yeah. gone to fetch it, like, oh, fuck, is it really worth it for a bit of beef? Like, so, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, good pick. Good pick. Um, I think uh, I think you'll get a few votes for that. Uh, my pick, um, I was going to go with uh, artificial turf burns because I've had a, re- a right stinker <laughs> with, um, with a nice uh, leg wound that I've been uh, dealing with since uh, for mm. almost two weeks now. Um, but but uh, it was trumped the other day um, by something I realised I really despised, and that is April Fool's Day. What a load of shite! What Trump. a load of shite! Just unnecessary, unfunny, um, and the ones that catch you out are the ones that aren't even funny anyway because they're obviously mm. believable enough to catch you out. Yeah. Um, Yes. Do you ever, what, what's the worst when you've been caught out by them? Oh, there was one the other day that I, I, I just took it. It was Harry Wilson was linked to go back to Liverpool. They were looking at activating his release or oh, his buyback clause um, because they were impressed with him and they wanted him to replace Mo Salah. And it turned out to be a, uh, turned out to be oh, an April Fool. That's just lazy. Like half <laughs> the bloody gossip column is like you yeah. could just pass off as April Fools. Anyway, Absolute shite. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm. I'm. I just don't look at social media now on an April Fool morning, because uh, yeah, pointless, pointless. When I was when I was younger, I remember my parents told me that Ian Rush was in the house. <laughs> <laughs> in the house. Yeah, they said, "Come to the kitchen, Ian rushes you." <laughs> Got to the kitchen, and they're like, "April Fools, you fucking knob." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mags. <laughs> Mags giving you the wanker signs. I was eight years old or something. And I don't know, you know, you just gullible child. I was like, he could be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what was he doing? Cup of tea with the old man. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, yeah, yeah so that's, pile that's of shit. Isn't it? <laughs> it is a pile of shit. Uh, and that's my pick for this week. Uh, Kaus, what have you got for us? Hold yeah. on, has Kaus got an April Fool he's been caught up by? Like to... <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, actually. I mean, I, hearing that um, hearing that Spain and um, and Brazil were going to be playing against Wales in Denby, uh, I thought that was an <laughs> April Fool, but uh, it turned out it's absolutely true. So What's that? It's uh, uh, Brazil and Spain. They're they're coming to um, they're coming to Denby. They're gonna, they're going to play against Wales in Denby. In what level? Uh, under 16s. 
Oh really? Sorry, I should have added that. Yeah, yeah. under sixteens. Oh, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty um, good, mate. I, I, that's that, yeah. I like. I yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, De- Denby, Denby have probably. I, I, it's probably not even going overboard to say they've probably got the best pitch in Welsh football at the moment. Well, I and, noticed uh, Wales C were training there, weren't they last week? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, they, they've spent a lot of money on it, and uh, yeah, the pitch is absolutely immaculate. So, um, so yeah, that's why they've gone for there. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be fantastic. Where, you know that because you can almost 100% guarantee that there'll be some future world superstars yeah, yeah, in yeah. that in in the, the Spain and who knows maybe even the Wales team. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's really exciting and looking forward oh, to that. But, oh, but yeah, like, I thought that was an April Fool, but it wasn't. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, uh, no, I didn't really get caught out. I don't think by anything. But yeah, I, I can't yeah, be doing it either. It's because so we're not fucking anything. knobs. <laughs> well, we yeah. we are just not in yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, 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 true. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no. What what I'm going to go for is a bit of an obvious one. I don't think anyone's nominated him before, but he's popped back up onto my um, onto my timeline, uh, and it's Tommy Robinson. Oh God, uh, Tommy, Mister Yaxley just, Lennon. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Let's let's call him by his proper name, not his. Um, by the way, I think it's pathetic how he even started by the name Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson was just a football hooligan who used to run with Luton in, in the 80s and 90s or whatever, and, and he just copied his name because he's a Luton fan, which I find that really strange. So why would you just why would you copy someone's name who's from the same town as you? It's just strange, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, it's like me yeah. running around calling myself the bootlegger. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, the bootlegger, bootlegger. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah the bootleg, bootlegger. Yeah, um, but yeah, just just don't like this book at all. Obviously, absolutely despise him. I think um, was he getting arrested or deported or something? I don't it's know. Nice, Did you see this? There was a video. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice to see him cry though, isn't it? It's, oh yeah, it's, I feel yeah. like it happens quite a lot all at the, these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's you know with with ninety nine point nine percent of people, I'd feel sorry for them. But this guy's a horrible, horrible fucking piece of shit. And uh, I just have, I, I never have any sympathy. I can't even think of circumstance in which I'd have any sympathy for him. Because, and it's, people can sort of say, oh, just because you disagree with politics. No, this guy's a fucking scumbag of an individual who's yeah. happy to perpetuate suffering because yeah. he doesn't like people of a different skin shade. So, you know, no, I, yeah. I've got no sympathy for him. And uh, like I say, I like to think I'm, I'm quite an. Em- empathetic, empathetic is the word, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, but um, you know, but, but yeah, I, I draw the line at racist like him, so so yeah, just wrong another week. Whatever he was getting arrested for, he deserves it. Um, well, so, he was yeah, being deported, wasn't he? Robinson. So, if it, it's, it's that quite what it's, so ironic, he then, Mexico, I yeah. think, yeah, and they were like, right. he's a, I think it was something he was like a cause for national, uh concern for national security which is hilarious like you know they, they obviously think he's a fucking knob over there as well so um but you know it's quite quite ironic that he he spends his time trying to get like people whose skin color he doesn't like getting them deported yeah and yeah now he's, and now he's so. being deported it's lovely to see get it get the fucking yeah. guy in the bin yeah, yeah. I think you you did you did a much better job of uh, of explaining <laughs> why I why I've got the wrong. I didn't. I must admit, I didn't really look that much into it because the guy just annoys me that much. Um, I, I, you yeah. know, I could sort of see he was getting deported or whatever. 
I, I didn't know where it was, but I just absolutely despised the bloke. And I, I just thought, you know what? I don't think we've ever nominated him. So, so this is the week. Well done. Yeah. Good time to shine, Tommy. There was there was a video going round uh, like a couple of years ago where he was with his family in France or Spain or something, and some guy goes up and calls him a racist wanker. Yes. And he, usually I'm like, uh, you know, don't confront people with their kids or family, but you're like, yes, right, tell him, right, tell him all what he's like, what he is, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. cheering it on. So yeah, yeah good pick. I wish him, I wish him the worst. So yes. uh, absolutely. Yeah. Good picks this week. Uh, no doubt it'll be um, as competitive as ever. Uh, we've got um, Rodri's pick of uh, wrong or missing takeaway orders. Um, <laughs> my pick of uh, April Fool's Day and Kaus's pick of Tommy Robinson. Um, yeah, another broad church, but uh, all wrongers in their own right. Uh, I was just going to say, I don't, I don't like to call out places, but I mean, I'm sure they won't lose any business because of this but there's a kfc down the road for me i'm not going to say which one but anyone who lives in my area will know exactly which one and you do love a kfc i do love a kfc right but they get the order wrong like every every time it's like every time you go there they get it wrong but i was thinking what are you supposed to do because if you go up to the window and you so say please can you make sure you get it right today (laughs) you're the knob then yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah. So it's yeah, it, it is annoying though. I completely sympathise with that. Uh, I, that I remember going to I, K- vote for that. I remember going to KFC in Merthyr after on the way back from uh, international. I think it was uh, uh, stopping in the drive-through, and they said, "Oh, sorry, we're out of chicken." Class. What the fuck? You, what are you doing open then? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Fuck them. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Just to reiterate, your picks are um, uh, wrong takeaway orders. Um, uh, what did I pick? Um, April Fool's Day and uh, Tommy Robinson. Uh, a bunch of bastards. Get them all in the bin. Uh, voting starts on Friday on Twitter. Uh, get it up, yeah. Uh, now we're going <laughs> to answer your questions. Get it right up, yeah. Right then, let's answer your wonderful questions. Uh, we'll start with Sam, who's asked what, his fa- what your favourite Bale on the Real Madrid bench meme is. Um, he sent a few examples. Uh, I think when he used to play up in... Uh, he was in lockdown, I think, when there was no fans mainly. There's one of him laughing. Uh, there's one of him uh, using some sort of tape as some binoculars. And one where he's sleeping... With a mask over his face, uh, and I think that's my personal favourite. Yeah, yeah, I go with that as well. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, sleeping on the bench that I think that's the one that wound him up the most as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. shithousery. Yeah, good stuff. The, the thing is, I think I think with with any other club, I'd sort of look at it and go, yeah, maybe maybe Bale is being disrespectful, but Real Madrid, just the way they've treated him, and it started years ago. In fact, I don't think they've ever really like grown to love no. him or appreciate what what he's done for that club. You know that how many how many Champions Leagues has he won? How many Champions Leagues has he scored in the final? You know, uh, they just I, I can't be doing with them. And I I think it's so strange how like there's I mean you know you could argue there's a similar sort of thing in Scotland as well, but 
um, you know, I think it's weird how the national newspaper of Spain is just like so pro one club, uh, and it's just so weird. I don't understand mm. it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I I feel sorry for Bale because I mean he he clearly reached a point a couple of years ago where he went, Do you know what? It doesn't matter what I do. I'm not going to win him over. So I may as well have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to the day he leaves that club. Hopefully at the end, well, it will be at yeah. the end of the season. I'm sure. Um, who knows where he'll end up then, but, uh, but yeah, he's, uh, he's done his bit for them and I'm just enjoying his shit. Ousery, um, just to finish things off. So, uh, yeah, all the power to him. Uh, uh, Walgoch Amanoad has asked, uh, said about uh, Wales's top goal scorer, Helen Ward, uh, is one cap away from celebrating her 100th cap. Uh, she's in the squad for the upcoming games. Uh, and I think Tash Harden is on 98 caps as well. So if she plays both games, um, uh, she'll be uh, she'll be in the um, both of them will, will be in the Centurion Club. Um, yeah, so she both of them should get their hundredth cap. Um, she's asked whether you know when should it come, uh, whether it should be in Tlanetli or in Kazakhstan. Um, I mean, preferably, I think Helen would would rather do it in in um, yeah. in Tlanetli, in a home game in front of her home crowd. But obviously, she isn't first first choice at the moment. Um, unless Katie Green is still banned, I don't actually know if she's still banned after a red card. Uh, against France, so she might well start. So uh, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's it's great because considering for years and years and years we haven't had anyone hit a hundred caps. All of a sudden, we've got this real nice batch of footballers um, across the men's and the women's team that are all hitting a hundred caps, um, which is which is great. So uh, long may that continue. Um, although I think when it comes to the men, we're we're way off now. I think the next one. I think Ramsey's on seventy-two. I think Ben Davis. And Joe Allen are both on seventy, so um, I think I, I I don't know if Joe or Aaron Ramsey will get another thirty odd caps, um, but we shall see. We shall see. Um, Tim Hartley has asked uh, recommendations for cheap B and B in Qatar. He's asking for a few friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, God knows, you know, if we do qualify, how the hell we're going to try and find somewhere to stay. Just take um, a tent to do. I think is the best option. Yeah, well, there is a there's literally going to be tents in the desert to accommodate people, yeah. and at the moment you can only buy accommodation with a match ticket, which I guess is a saving grace. But I still think they're about, you know, eight grand for a night or something stupid like that. So um, yeah, yeah, it's they're, they're uh, parking up cruise liners, aren't they? Indoor yeah, yeah, box. yeah. But the thing is, imagine being stuck on a cruise liner with a bunch of bloody English fa- football fans. <laughs> oh my god, it'll be chaos. Um, uh, yeah. To be quite honest, I hope the Scots batter us. <laughs> <laughs> it'll take it'll take a uh, it'll take a lot of um, a lot of stress yeah. away. But uh, yeah, well, it'll save us from an even deeper cost of living crisis. Yeah, yeah. Try and fucking afford to go into Doha. Yeah, yeah. I know it's going to be a disaster, but like I said earlier, I think the uh, the journey will be more fun than the destination this time around. Um, but, yeah. Uh, who knows? Wales in a World Cup is always good. Um, oh, we got a food question. What a surprise. Um, <laughs> Jenko has said, question for Kaus. Have you ever tried the Rissole in Roma in Pencloud? If not, when will you do a review? I think Pencloud must be Swansea area. 
Is I think yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I look, I looked that up, and uh, I think unfortunately, I think that's probably a hundred miles too far south for me. But um, <laughs> I mean, if if I can get the expenses to cover it, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to go there. Yeah, and and Arisal, you don't really get north of um, north of no, Merthyr, I, so uh, we had we had this discussion, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think. Uh, I don't. Well, I've, I've definitely never tried it because I didn't know what it was, and I've forgotten again what it is. Just, honest. just some sort of mystery meat in breadcrumbs. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll treat you to one next time you're down south, Kaus. Uh, yeah, do you know what? There's a I, promise I'm, for you, mate. I actually am going to hold you to that, right? Okay, I'll bring you a wristle. Uh, next time you're in in the area right uh, Andrew Dowling has said can we all agree that Paul Mullins chipped goal on the weekend is arguably the best we've seen this football calendar year uh, and how many times have you watched it back uh, Kaus obviously we didn't speak too much about well we didn't speak about Wrexham at all at the start seeing as it was a long list uh, made it to the final of the FA Trophy day out in Wembley in uh, in May uh, and what a goal what a goal from Paul Mullins it was, it, it's up there in terms of some of the best goals this season isn't it yeah definitely it was um it was a great goal. It was a great goal, and the, the reason why you sort of pay pay that sort of money is um, he he missed he missed a really really good chance about a quarter of an hour before that one on one, which you'd ex- always expect him to score, but he put it wide. But you know, after missing a big big chance to have to have the bollocks to to chip the keeper from thirty yards on your wrong foot, it's it's quite quite incredible, really, isn't it? Uh, He's he's a very special player. I've said it all along, and um, yeah, I just hope we go up this year because we've got probably four, four well, probably eleven or twelve players actually who've got no business being in the conference. So, um, so yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, looking forward to a nice day out at Wembley. But in all honesty, that's all there is. It's just a nice day out. It's all about promotion. Um, mm. But I, I've got to hope that that that's the first game Stockport have lost for for months. Um, so hopefully that'll that'll dent them psychologically now. Yeah. And you've still got to play them in the league, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, they've got to come to the race course on um and I think our next four games are at home. So this uh there's plenty of opportunity for them to drop points and for us to make some ground. So um yeah, plenty plenty to play for. I still suspect Scott Stockport will win the league. They're probably a bit too far ahead now, but no, I mean since since the signings are coming in January, Wrexham have been flying, and, and it's um, yeah, it's great to see. Hopefully, it's going to be a good end to the season. Twenty second of May, that um, every trophy final is, is it? Yeah, that's right, mate. Twenty second. Is that yeah. is that uh, with the playoffs and everything? When do you know the dates for them? Because it, it, it realistically is probably what you're looking at is the playoffs. Is it? Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm I'm going to double check that now, but I'm sure I read somewhere it's the sixth of June. Oh Christ! Ah, right. Yeah, am I am I right in saying that? That's right in the middle of the international games. Well, I was going to say yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's the night we might play Holland, which could which is being sort of mentioned for the. uh, Just gotta hope uh, Jordan Davis and Paul Mullen don't get the Wales call ups at last. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be typical, wouldn't it? As with everything with uh, the English non-league, it's not uh, it's not <laughs> easy. Let's right, yeah. So it's uh, Sunday, the fifth of June. That's the day before we play Netherlands. Holland away. Or... Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think we play Poland on the Friday, don't we? 
Was it Holland Home that's a Holland Home, yeah, Holland Home. Yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah, yeah. Which is being earmarked for the potential final. <laughs> so Fucking or the hell. day before. So that'll be a hell of a stressful yeah. couple of days for Wrexham fans if they're in the playoff <laughs> final. Oh Christ. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting, but yeah, stressful. <laughs> Very yeah. stressful, yeah. Out yeah. of interest. Yeah, yeah. Beforehand, I think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Kaus, out of interest, I know it's way too early to be discussing these sort of things. But if Wrexham were to not go up now via the playoffs or winning the league yeah. um, and win the FA Trophy, do you think Parkinson's job is in doubt? Do you think it literally was go up or go bust? Or do you think he's shown enough now this second half of the season that... Because mm. I know how desperate the owners must be to get promoted with the money they're putting in. Are they going to be brutal? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think I, I I personally think that uh, yeah I I would keep him I, I would I would say definitely definitely keep him uh, because um, like I say since he's brought the players in that he wanted uh, with um, you know with uh, the signers that come in in January I think I think we'd look at a different side I think um, I definitely think that um, that yeah he deserves another season I don't yeah. I don't think. Winning the trophy is going to make any difference to the decision either way. Mm. I, I, I almost think it's a bit of an irrelevance in many ways. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm still confident though. I'm still confident we'll we'll get promotion. I, I think, like Rod said, I think it will possibly be through the playoffs. But yeah, I'm um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite I'm quite confident that we're going to get there. But but yeah, if, even if we don't, even if we lose in the semis or the final, I think. Um, I think he's probably earned himself another year. I think. Yeah, no, I, I think it would be mm. harsh, harsh to sack him. But you know what football's like. That's yeah. my sort of thinking. Um, right here he is, Boosh. Here he is. Um, <laughs> another big question from Boosh. Um, so yeah, uh, quite please. Get back, sang those cheeky scouse popsters, the Beatles. Um, I've returned to watching the Cymru North. Uh, the quality football has come on leaps since my absence. Skillful teams and football. Uh, so what have you come back to after an absence and found splendidly pleasurable? Um, Rod, have you uh, returned to anything over the years? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Great. The way, is, the way the Bush has asked that, I think he's trying to bloody make it sleazy again isn't he? yeah there's a li- definitely a bit yeah, of a sleazy yeah. undertone to it isn't there yeah Bush yeah. has gone that way recently and I know it. I know yeah. the tricks Bush boy yeah <laughs> Ooh, I don't know Bush, I, did, he is. I did go six months without a alcoholic beverage last year nice uh, from January till July and that first pint back was pleasurable so I'd say that but then keep talking about drinking and stuff it makes me look like a fucking alcoholic <laughs> I <don't know>. um, <laughs> yeah I can't I know I, it's something I have to think about is a very thought-provoking question from yeah. uh, Senor Bush there yeah. <laughs> uh, Kaus anything that you've uh, returned to after a pleasure uh, a pleasurable return after an absence yeah I don't know really I, li- I like I like what Bush has said there actually um, yeah it's uh it's good and to be fair. He's, he's been going to a lot of Colin Bay games and stuff recently, and watching his local football. And yeah, I, I love that. But I, I, I like the fact that I get more chance to follow local football now. I mean, I was involved in local football for a long, long time, but mm. that means that 
you don't actually get as much chance to to follow it because you're enjoy, involved with one team every Saturday. So, hmm. so that's been nice to catch quite a lot of different games this year. Uh, in terms of going back to stuff, I didn't know you'd done six months, Rods. Fair play. It's good, good old period, that, mate. Yeah, well, lockdown. Okay. I don't really drink at home, so the lockdown was a big factor in that, yeah. I think. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, but, um, I've, I've, I've thought of one now. Go on. Go into the seaside because I live very inland and I barely ever get down the coast. Nice. I was down there the other day. My uncle lives down the Mumbles way, down near there. So I was down there and it's, it's always nice being by the sea, I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where if you live on by the sea, it's probably a bit, you know, whatever. But when you, when you're not used to seeing the sea, it's nice to get that coastal air. And you, uh, that's a, bit, that's a bit of a lovely bit of a answer. Boring, uh, lovely answer. You know. uh, <laughs> my, my answer, I've got two options. Um, I've got one is uh, playing five aside. Um, I stopped playing football when I went to university, and then about it was about six. Where it would have been about four or five years later, uh, we started playing five aside again. And um, yeah, it was lovely to get back playing football. And I always think this: I'm fucking rubbish at football, right? But I love playing it. So yeah. it must be really fun if you're good at football. Um, mm. So uh, that's my thought on that. Uh, and uh, I had a little. Uh, I flirted with vegetarianism for about, uh, I think it was about eighteen months, um, and fell apart when I ordered a vegetarian burger once and it was turned out to be a meat one. Took one bite and thought, what the fuck am I doing not eating meat? This is absolutely class. Um, and never, <laughs> never looked back since. So, um, <laughs> yeah, eating meat and playing football. There's your answer, Boosh. Um, no filth uh, this time around. Um, right, uh, Lady Pixie has said, what's the most you've ever won on the lottery? Uh, she won £2.60 this week. Uh, any big wins, boys? I, I think the most I've ever won is about 20 quid on a scratch card or something? I don't really yeah, I, do the lottery, so... No, um, same. No. no. I think I I've won a few quid on the Euro Millions. You know, I've you see these big jackpots come up, like, oh, I may as well enter, because it could win fucking a thousand billion or whatever they put up on the price. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've won about, I think, about £11 or something like that. Oh, big money, big money. Yeah, yeah massive money. I, I always think, though, and I, and I used to do the same rods until I thought about it, and I thought, like... You know how the jackpot on the Euro Millions is usually like, you know, what is it? Like tw- tw- 15 million or something like that, is it? Yeah. I don't really know. I th- well, I don't, I don't even know. But they get up some big numbers sometimes, yeah. don't they? Like 30, 40 million. They do, that's what I mean. They do sometimes, but like usually, I think on average, is it like 10 to 15 or something like that? I don't know. I, I never do that anymore. But, but like you'd, you'd hear, wouldn't you? You'd hear, oh, it's like 150 million this week. Yeah. But like, so you go, oh, I'll go and do it. But like, why is 15 million not enough? Yeah, it's a good point. Like, as if you go, oh, 15 million, I'm not going to waste my time on that. <laughs> yeah, fuck entering that. Yeah. Hopers, some of many, can they? But they, they publicize it very well when it's a massive amount, don't yeah. they? So yeah. I think that that's, um, you know, that's part of it, isn't it? And, and people sort of go, oh, yeah, fair play. That is, um, but you know. With- with the lottery is a bit like the, you know, if a tree falls and no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? It's like the lottery's not on telly anymore, is it? So I don't even know if it still happens or not. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, it's I, hard, hard it's, to keep up with it. You know, it's not really in my consciousness um, at all. It used yeah. to be the old Saturday night yeah. national lottery jet yeah. set and all this bollocks, and you'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe as well watch the lottery draw as well then. 
Yeah. Dale Winton would be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like presenting some sort of quiz show or something before. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. those are the glory days of television, were they? Yeah. yeah the loft, loft used to be an event on a Saturday night. Yeah. Loftry and, and then, and yeah. then blind date afterwards and glad, <laughs> gladiators before. Yeah. 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 Glory days. Yeah. Glory days. Don't, no, don't make me no sad now that it's all gone. Yeah. 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 Big break. Big break. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. who would who would have known what uh, Jim Davidson's political opinions were back then? <laughs> wow, a simpler time, a more innocent yeah. time, eh? Yeah. Uh, right, last question tonight. Uh, we didn't actually get many, so uh, shape up, please, uh, people. <laughs> uh, usually, to be fair, it's good we haven't got many because we haven't got much. Well, I say we haven't got much time. It's not like we're on a time limit. We don't want a fucking four-hour pod. No one wants that, do they? No. Um, so, uh, but yeah, last question, Jonesy boy. Of um, Conway Borough fame, uh, can Tommy Kaus talk us through them ridiculous shapes he was pulling off in the pub on the weekend? Yeah, Kaus, um, more uh, video footage of you emerged over the weekend. Uh, I think in a dance-off after the Wrexham game. Um, yeah. So you're at the Wrexham game in a professional capacity, um, and somehow you ended up in a dance-off. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not a good look, is it? <laughs> um, I thought there were some fantastic yeah. moves, actually. Yeah, you, oh, thank you. you. Oh, that's that's very kind of you. Do you remember the the Maca mover and the Geordie dancer? We surely can come up with the name of a cow's name. Yeah, the Maca mover and the Geordie dancer. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Those boys are uh, light years ahead of me. Thanks, I didn't buy those moves. Don't really remember <laughs> it. So, uh, so yeah, all good. Good celebrations to be had at the turf. Big shout out to Wayne at the turf. That's football pub in Wales. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll visit one day. Um, I've heard very yeah. good things. So, uh, so yeah, that's it then this week. Um, another another good week, uh, and it's nice to be back with uh, with you two. Well, I've been slaving away every week. You know, you've been taking weeks off. Shocking. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we go, uh, we'll always pick a track. Uh, my turn this week uh, as a request of my COVID-ridden mother. Um, hope you're well, mum. Uh, she uh, asked for uh, Arol Aglau by Carwin Ellis. Um, uh, big fan of Carwin Ellis. Actually, you had uh, quite a lot of his stuff. Uh, he's done a few albums recently. Um, uh, I think they were recorded in Brazil with like Brazilian instruments. Uh, Carwin Ellis and Rio 18. Go and check them out because they're really good. Um, yeah, so uh, she heard it the other day as part of the Radio 6 um, uh, Radio Six Music Festival. Um, so uh, we'll play that to finish off. Uh, any closing statements from you, uh, Mr. Kaus? No, no, just uh, I'm going to borrow uh, Rod's phrase, keep on trucking. Amen, amen. <laughs> uh, Rodri, anything from you? Fucking truck off, Kaus, that's my... Uh, <laughs> <line now>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing from me. Just uh, good to be on with the boys again and... Uh... Yeah, no, I've got nothing of value to finish the thing off, so Kaus has stolen my line, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, I'll, so, go on, Rod, what were you saying? I'll have to do it, yeah, come on! Nice, yeah, 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 good, yeah, good. Go. Nice yeah, to have that back yeah. in our world. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, a thank you to, for listening again. Uh, I think we're almost at our uh, one-year anniversary, which is which is pretty good. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, please 
keep buying. The fanzine's always good. We're also uh, open for contributions to issue six. So if you're interested in getting involved, you can write anything. Uh, I print Rod's nonsense every every uh, one. Um, so if yeah, he can sure, do it, uh, you can do yeah. it. You're probably desperate for more contributions. You don't have to print any of my bollocks. <laughs> no, Rod, yeah. always one of my highlights uh, reading your nonsense. Um, so yeah, if if you do want to get involved, uh, you, you know, if you're a photographer, graphic designer, uh, you know, you want to write something. You don't even have to be that good at writing, but if you got something you want to say, say it, and uh, I'll tidy it up if you think you're a yeah. shit writer. Well, if 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 my stuff gets in there, <laughs> you know, you can say anything, and it's yeah. I print, I print anything. I print anything. Chuck them in. Chuck them in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, uh, please get involved if 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 you want to. um, Keep listening to the podcast as we approach our first year. Um, So yeah, thank you very much. Uh, This is Arola Glau uh, by Carwin Ellis uh, and Rio eighteen. Dziękuję for listening, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye bye. I think